0: This is Chris Benincasa for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Tomorrow, Saturday, September 18th, four young playwrights will present four new plays at The Growing Stage, the Children's Theater of New Jersey in Netcong. They are the finalists in The Growing Stage's first playwriting festival for young writers. Violet Baker, age 12, Maya Abraham, age 14, Maxine Ting, age 16, and Alethea Shirilan Howlett, age 18. We spoke with all four finalists this week, as well as Growing Stage Executive Director Stephen L. Fredericks, Director of Educational Programming Lori B. Lawrence, and Danny Campos, Director of the Playwriting Festival for Young Writers. Tickets will be available at the door tomorrow. To reserve tickets in advance, call 973-347-4946. Okay, why don't we start with a round of introductions from the four finalists, starting with Maxine.
1: Hi, I'm Maxine Ting, and... The play that I wrote is called Dear Future Self. And it's kind of about these two characters who happen to be writing future letters to their selves and they happen to find themselves in this room, you know, and they kind of help each other write their future letter. And by the end of the play, you kind of get to have some sort of closure and like interesting twist with like the the play.
2: Hi, I'm Alethea Sherlan Howlett, and I wrote the play No Exodus, um, which is about a mother and a daughter and some other people at a Passover Seder, and they all have a lot of unresolved issues. And those issues, we flash back to the past to find out what some of these issues are, and then we go forward into the present, which is the 90s. Um, and some of those things get resolved over the course of the play.
3: Hi, I'm Violet Baker. And my play, Red, is about a finishing school in the 1800s and a girl who lives in the woods next to it and she's poor and she is like raising her little sister by herself. And then it's about a very rich girl who goes to it and it's kind of comparing their lives and how they interact.
4: Um, Hi, I'm Maya. I wrote Wasting Earth Minutes. It's about an alien who goes to Target and kind of just explores Target and all the weird, crazy, chaotic parts of the store.
0: So, Danny, how did this competition work? What was the selection process like?
5: Yeah, so we actually launched it in March of this year, of uh, 2021, and um, they the deadline was April for them to submit a synopsis and uh, a scene, And then um, the finalists were selected in May. Uh, The semi-finalists were selected in May, and then the finalists were selected in June. Um, And then July was essentially their development uh, month. Um, And we wrapped that up, uh, the middle of August was when they had their their final check-in with their mentor. Um, And now we're into the rehearsal process. So it was a short process um, in terms of selecting, the the finalists we had uh, a committee of uh, four individuals um, at the growing stage was myself, Lori was on that committee, and we had uh, our one of our playwriting teaching artists, and um, and actually um, a uh, one of our board members. It's a theater professor um, at Kane University as well, um, and we were just incredibly impressed with all of the submissions. Um, we we keep saying that. We wish some of our professional playwrights that submit to our new play reading festival could really learn for, you know from these young writers. Um, it made our our jobs uh, very difficult to pick just four um, but you know we were just we were thrilled and what was really exciting too is the committee was was on board with the four you know when we do this um, you know submission process with our other festival. Uh, it tends to, there tends to be a little bit of debate and everyone's not on the same page. But with these young writers, it was these four just were were the the ones that we wanted to include in this festival and 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 we were just so impressed with with what they came up with. Maya,
0: let's start with you this time. What was it like to develop your play and now to have your play in rehearsals?
4: Um, well, until that point, I was really the only one like critiquing it. Like I wrote it myself, and then read it myself and edited it, but it was kind of like another person's perspective because reading it so many times there were like things that I thought of and then like I kind of just was drawing blank and having um, my mentor helping me like think about things differently or like expand on certain ideas was really helpful because it was just another perspective.
0: And Violet, how about you?
3: Well, like Maya said, it was really also helpful to have another perspective and, like, see it through somebody else's eyes, kind of, and it's cool. It's really, it was cool to, like, see my fly. Like, I'd read it a bunch in my head over and over again and pictured it, but then, like, other people reading it, they kind of put their own twist on it, and I thought that was cool.
0: Okay, and Alethea, what's the development and rehearsal process been like for you?
2: Yeah, um, it's really, really cool. And I feel so grateful that I was paired up with such a really nice mentor and director. And they both seem really enthusiastic and excited about the play. It had been a play that I actually put on as a high school play virtually. um, And then just sort of set it aside. I was like, oh, like that was 2020 pandemic. Uh, right? Like time to move on and write some better stuff. And I submitted it. And when I rewrote some scenes, I was like, wow, I haven't touched this in a long time. Like I started writing it when I was 16 and finished when I was 17. And I was like, this, it feels kind of crazy, but I really ended up liking the revisions that I made. And I felt really happy to have that support from my mentor, and my director along the way.
0: And Maxine?
1: Yeah, it's been very um, interesting. Like, you know, like obviously when you read your play, like just by yourself, like, you know, you don't really notice like the continuity, like errors. And so during like the process, like I got to really fix it up and like even change a little bit of the story to make it like make more sense and to make it more um, interesting to like me and like other
0: people. So it's been really cool. Stephen and Lori, what's your take on these four plays?
6: I think the most important part of this, Chris, was the opportunity to hear from young people, Um, especially during the pandemic when they've been just as isolated as everyone else has, Um, even more so when you think that, you know, it's only been recently that they've been able to even have a vaccine available to them. So we wanted to make sure that we provided an opportunity to hear their voices, Um, to allow them to some creative expression during this time. Um, But we were totally floored by the responses that we got, uh, in addition to these four finalists. Um, So that's what's really inspired us to continue it beyond this time, Um, only because, you know, for so often, uh, everyone's talking to them, but nobody's listening to them. So we wanted to give them an opportunity for them to be heard.
7: And, and their pieces are all so different, and the mm. quality of the writing is astounding. I, I was, when I was, um, I, I was on this selection committee, and just across the board, I was amazed at um, the quality of writing that was coming across our desks, and and um, and these four just kind of popped out at us, and um, and they're all so different. That's what's so wonderful. Um, we did not. Um, give a prompt for what the plays needed to be about. We just let them submit uh, what they wanted to submit. And each play has its own voice and um, we couldn't be more thrilled about that. There's humor, there's real quirkiness in one of them um, and uh, some timely um, themes in, in others. And it's it's been a, it's a wonderful experience for us on this end um, and I hope it's, it's been a, a wonderful experience for or these young people as well.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. The plays are all so different. I thought that was really interesting, too. So, Danny, what can we expect from tomorrow's event?
5: Yes, yeah, so it's essentially, it's a showcase of these four, uh, these four young writers, and um, they're going to be presenting, uh, two of them are shorter pieces, so each young writer will have 15 to 20 minutes to present their play. So um, some of them you will actually get to hear the entire piece and we do have two of the finalists that will be presenting scenes um, from it. You're going to be hearing from the mentors. Uh, they're going to be sharing, um, uh, you know, just just some words of wisdom for our young writers. And then we're actually going to be having a talk back after, um, after the performances. Uh, with the young writers so they can talk more about what this process has been like for them and, you know, of course what, you know, their inspiration was for for the pieces as well. Okay,
0: and finalists, young playwrights, how are you all feeling about the big day tomorrow?
1: Yeah, um, definitely excited, also a bit nervous because it's like one of the first things I, you know, having, I've never had anything I've written like technically being performed like like that, especially at, like, a festival. Most things, it was just, like, simple, like, projects at school that were just submitted and was just for, like, a grade. And so, like, having this is really cool because then, like, I can really see, like, how, like, something that you've worked on be, like, performed in front of a lot of people. It's, like, really cool and exciting. So, yeah.
2: I'm super excited just having spent so much time writing this play even if it had been two years and having all that like sort of built up excitement we had you know this show planned to be staged live in may 2020 at my high school and then obviously right after the first read through everything shut down so like that was kind of like like that's a disappointment and our virtual production was great but it's like really nice and refreshing to be like Wow, like this is the play's live debut on st- a stage, like after all this time, which is really lovely.
3: I'm feeling definitely really, really good. You know, I've been working on it for a long time. And even before I started writing it, it's just been like in the back of my mind, like the characters and the setting and things like that. And so then I finally started writing it, and it kind of just like, rolled itself into this play that I created and I'm really excited to just like see it come to life and be performed. And Maya? I'm I'm really,
4: really excited because like this play is like it was like a tiny little like almost idea in my brain and then now it's like gonna be like in front of me. And it just sounds like a really cool experience and I'm really excited. And also I'm really Like, I just had my rehearsal. Was it last night? I don't even know what day it is. I think it was last night. Two days ago? Was it? It was two days. It was two days ago. And it was like the coolest thing I've ever seen because, like, my family attempted to have a showing of my play but it was like my uncle and my grandpa and then my grandma and my mom's friend did one. And it was like, it was funny, but it wasn't like professional actors. And I'm really excited to see that.
0: Danny, anything else we need to know about tomorrow's showcase?
5: You know, we at the growing stage, You know, we love to perform the classics. We love to perform, you know, um, big, big musicals, but new play development is something that just, It it really just—it's something we love to do. It's—it's something that we want to be a part of. Uh, We want to develop the voices, the the future voices of TYA of Theater for Young Audiences, and it's something that you know we started ten years ago with our New Play Reading Festival, and now giving this opportunity to our young writers. So. I would say to your listeners, this is an opportunity to hear something new, something you haven't heard before. And it's from young people that are just, just what they've created is going to blow you away because it's, it's, just, it's, it's just incredible the, the talent that they have and, and, and the stories that they want to tell.
7: I am so excited for Saturday. Um, I think it's going to be a very special event. I think the audience is going to be amazed at the quality of what they're going to hear. Um, and they're going to have a little look into the future, um, future playwrights, future screenwriters, um, you know, seeing their early works being performed. And um, I look forward to um, reading, hearing, and seeing more from these four young writers.
0: Okay, Maya Abraham, Violet Baker, Maxine Ting, Alethea Shirlan howlett Stephen L. Fredericks, Lori B. Lawrence, and Danny Campos. Thanks so much for doing the podcast and break a leg.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Chris. For more information about tomorrow's first ever playwriting festival for young writers at The Growing Stage, go to growingstage.com. Tickets will be available at the door tomorrow. To reserve tickets in advance, call 973-347-4946. And for more information about the arts in New Jersey, go to jerseyarts.com. I'm Chris Benincasa for The Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening.